Yeah! Yeah! Driving with Joe. What's going on? We got Jimmy from West Islip. Jimmy, what's up, man? What's up, buddy? I'm driving too, so we're both doing it. <laughs> Where are you headed right now? I'm headed home from work. Not everybody's off for the summer like you. <laughs> Listen, Jimmy, Jimmy and I have been talking. This is strictly a fantasy football show. We like to talk to Jimmy about everything from Mets, Yankees, everything. Jimmy's very opinionated, but we need to dedicate a fantasy football show out there before everyone does these drafts. So, Jimmy, give us some insight. How many teams are in your league? What type of league is it? Talk to us. What do you got going on? Uh, it's three outs, ten teams, uh, PPR league, you know. Um, so, you know, uh, we only do just defense. We don't do individual defenders, uh, quarterback, three wide, two running backs, uh, flex, kicker, you know. So, it's kind of your standard setup, I guess. And what is what, what's the food situation? What, what's that like? Because you gotta have you gotta have a spread. You're probably having people over. What's that looking like? What are you getting? Uh, you know what, man? It, it pretty much all depends on when we do it. So you know, we'll order pizza, but then you know, other people bring over like salads and we'll desserts Salad. and whatnot. It's Salad. a whole day. We actually, yeah, <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. Listen to me. But we, they, they bring it. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Salad. That person brings salad. Listen to me. That person brings salad. You throw them the hell out of your house. Salad. During the fantasy <laughs> football We're talking trail. football. We're yeah. talking football. Salad. Those salads a lot. I, listen, I get it. But, uh, no, nah, but, you know, we, we also actually, we have it, you know, we, we do it. Uh, we buy one of those draft kits, one of those, like, those draft boards. Nice. So, you know, we kind of put it up. And it's not all kind of through the computer. And you kind of look up. You know, it's, it's it's good. It's interactive. It's it's an event every year. And then, to be quite honest with you, at the end of the year, we have a, a payout party. And, uh, you know, we all kind of get together. And, and uh, it's one last uh, time to talk some smack. And, and then, uh, so we're having ours coming up August 27th. So I got to start nice. doing my homework. I got I got a little bit of a pulse on it, but not All right, well, that's, that's, that's what we're here for. My draft's the 26th. I was saying that during the mock. Um yeah, so let's get after it. Did you listen to the mock podcast when I did the mock draft? You know what? I know we spoke. I have not had a chance to speak. I know that, you know, kind of we're going down the line with, you know, I guess having DJ number one there and uh, and Le'Veon. I mean, I think that that's kind of the standard across the board here, right? Is that what everybody's going with as far as their mock? I think the first Absolutely, absolutely. You got you got a PPL league. You got to go Johnson or Bell. You can't go wrong with either. I think you're looking at you look at their numbers. Both those guys are healthy. Jimmy, you get you're talking about running the ball. They're north of 270 uh, attempts, and then you're looking at 80 receptions. I mean, Johnson, 80 receptions last year for over 800 yards. That's better than some people's second, third wide receiver. So I think you got no. you got to go with those two. Yeah, look, absolutely. Obviously, Johnson, uh, you know, is, uh, you know, the guy had over in Arley, in, in Yahoo, the way that our points were set up was over 400 points, you know, which is insane for a running back. Um, but, you know, again, who was he before last year? He really wasn't, you know, he was a decent player the year before, but he wasn't, he wasn't the number one overall guy. Basically, whoever had him last year stole him, right? Nobody knew that was going to happen, so... Yeah. You know, again, you got to yeah. kind of just see, is he going to be that same kind of 
you know, number one overall pick. You got to think about it. There really has not been that number one overall guy, including Adrian Peterson, you know, that have been consistent, you know, number one in maintaining that number one overall status, right? Like, really, back in the day, you had uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, in my opinion, is probably the last guy that was like, okay, number one for a couple of years in a row. You had guys that kind of came in and then eventually just kind of just, all right, number one, they're number one this year, they're number they're in the top two this year, and then they kind of fall off. Um, yeah, well, Daniel back in the day, yeah, Priest Holmes, they got you scoring a million Holmes points for everybody. Yeah, yeah, Priest Holmes, you know, and then you had your other guys. You know, where running backs are a little bit deeper, the Jamal Lewis's and, you know, the guys that, that ran the ball. That was back before the, you know, it wasn't as much of a passing league back then, but that was back. Jamal the, Lewis, back. That's, that, that, Jamal Lewis, that's Raven. that guy who's the, he's, he's the bouncer at the Tiki Bar I went to last Saturday, right? Isn't that, that's the same uh, guy, right? <laughs> I don't know, but I know that he's Where's that guy? One, yeah, but listen, that, that was back when it was not as much of a passing league. Now, to be quite honest with you, the fact that it is a passing league more makes it a lot more interesting to where you draft and receive, you know, Back in the day, receivers were never taken in the first round, and now you know you get maybe in a ten-team league, you can get two two receivers taken in the first round. Even a tight well, end sometimes taken in the first round. Ah, oh, the scumbag always takes Gronk, right? That brings me to the next question, though. It's a passing league. Give us your insight. When do you reach for the quarterback? When are you going? To, is there any quarterback that you can see going first round in a ten, twelve-team league? Anyone worthy of that? Yeah, to be quite honest with you, yeah, because at the end of the day, you kind of go in there with what you feel is, is comfortable. Now, we're in a keeper league. I know we talked about this. I'm not a big fan of this whole keeper league thing. Um, I have Cam Newton from last year. He didn't do well for me last year, obviously. You know, the decision to keep him or, or let him go this year is, is going to come up. But obviously now that, that changes my draft because – Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, those guys are going to be. Those guys are not going to be available. Those guys are going to be keepers. So who, who am I really? You know, um, you know, if I drop Newton, who am I really going to go out there and pick up that that I can say, you know what, this guy's definitely going to be better than Newton this year. So no, listen to me, listen to me, everybody, you hear it right now, driving with Joe. If you're in a keeper league, first of all, get the hell out. The keeper league is a pain in the ass. Second, number two, okay. If you got Cam Newton, you're keeping this year. He had a down year last year. He's coming back. All reports are saying he's looking lean and mean. Uh, I don't think the guy is that much of a tough guy, but we're saying he's the only guy. I know Kelvin Benjamin. He, he's now Big Bertha over there. He looks like a left tackle. He's split out wide. Listen, he's the only guy in the NFL consistently. Maybe you could say it about Russell Wilson, but for my money, Cam Newton, when he's healthy, he's the only guy where if everything breaks down, he is the offense. He can throw 35 touchdowns, maybe 10 picks. He can run for 800 yards. He can run in ten, an extra 10 touchdowns. That's why it was a lot of people's first quarterback. Well, yeah. And, hey, so I, I have a quick question for you while you're on quarterback scoring touchdowns. So a couple of years ago, and if you ever get a chance to do this around fantasy, I know we're talking NFL, but I did a fantasy league for college a couple of years in a row, and it's amazing. Okay. It's really, it's really, really, really fun to do. Yeah, and it actually... Is better like it, it. The great thing about college is that you could be in your living room on a Saturday night when the kids are in bed, and you're like, you're sitting there watching like Fresno State versus you know San Diego State, and you're like really into it because you got you know. So I mean, you got a few guys playing. 
But then yeah. it also prepares cool. you for like knowing some who the stud players are when the draft comes up. It actually makes the draft a little bit more. But what we used to do is running a, 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 a running touchdown for a quarterback with six points, just like yeah. it is for a running back or a wide receiver. Absolutely. What we Absolutely. had in there is if a quarterback ran it in, it was 12 points for a rushing touchdown. So now it oh, takes wow. that, like it kind of adds a dynamic to it. Like, okay, you maybe, maybe you don't want to take an Aaron Rodgers. He does, you know, over this guy. It adds some more value to those, those mobile running, you know, those guys that will maybe run a, a yard or two for a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers ain't going to do yeah. that. Cam Newton's going to do that. Was, well, let me ask you this. Yeah. That is, that is pretty cool. I, I have not done a college football fantasy draft, but that could oh, be cool. You're watching two, known, new, two uh, no-name schools, you know, these kids out there. And it does get you ready for the NFL and everything else. Plus, also, yeah. I think the college game, on a lot of Saturdays, the college game is better than the games you see on Sunday. Uh, oh, and it goes from 12 o'clock in the Saturday. afternoon to 12 o'clock at night. You got, you know, yeah, you got cool. a whole day game. Great. Well, listen, let's narrow this down now. Let's talk about quarterbacks. So, quarterbacks. Here's what I got. You let me know. My, uh, I, I got them in, in tiers. Top two tiers, Rodgers and Brady. If I was saying during the previous podcast, driving with Joe, when we went over the mock draft, if you're not getting Rodgers or Brady, wait. And after that, honestly, my number third ranked one, and I know a lot of people aren't going to like this, is Cam Newton. My number four is Drew Brees. The reason why is from what I said before. I think Cam, he, he's lighter. He's ready to go. He doesn't have the weapons. But, look, Cooks isn't in New Orleans anymore. All right? They got Thomas, the young kid. He only had one good year in New Orleans. All right, Breeze is a lot older than Newton. Breeze, I know you can kind of pencil him in for 5,000 yards, over 30 touchdowns. I get it. But I'm telling you, that extra added fact that Cam Newton did not bring last year, but he brought two years ago, I'm looking to see more of that Cam Newton than last year's Cam Newton. And after that, my number five, Ben Roethlisberger, I think there's just too many weapons. I think he's going to be – and he's, he loves dumping it off. We just said David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, they're catching these, – these running backs, when they're really good and they're studs, they're both 25 years old. They're not 30. We don't know if they're going to break down, even though I know that Bell's had some injuries. Roethlisberger, you know, he's, he's throwing 80 passes. 80 passes to Le'Veon Bell, they're going to be caught. So even though Bell's going to put up good numbers in running back, you got the PPR league, it's almost a little bit of a double dip. And my thing – if you can't grab the top half in a fantasy draft, you got 10 teams in your league, you said, if you can't get one of the top five quarterbacks, now you're in a keeper league, I would say get rid of them, right? Because what's the point? The point is the top half usually make the playoffs for fantasy teams, how they split it. So for me, I'm in a 12-team league. My number six quarterback, again, it's going to piss a lot of people off. My number six quarterback is Andrew Luck. And I feel like, I, you know, he's coming back off the injury. He's got no offensive line. It's just really T.Y. Hilton. But, again, he's a guy where I think he's got a chip on his shoulder this year. So what do you think about that as far as, like, tearing him? If he can't get around, Listen, I love the way that, you know, Andrew Luck is built. He's a big guy, you know. But, I mean, after a while, I mean, you know, when is – who's his – didn't he have, he have Kobe Fleener? Is he still over there? Or he got another guy. That's, yeah, you got uh, T.Y. Hilton, you got Moncrief. You know, you got guys over yeah. there, Doyle. You know, yeah, I'm just it, not really sold on, you know, I'm really, to be quite honest with you, not sold on Andrew Luck. With that said, you know, you think about it, you kind of go down down the road, you know, there's not really all that many good quarterbacks that you're going to go out there and say, okay, well, listen, 
you know, other than other than the big guys that you named, including Cam Newton, because Cam Newton is still a very good quarterback, he's still a very good athlete, uh, and I think he'll. I, I I agree with you. I mean, for my sake, I, I got Cam Newton, and he does have a better year. But at the same time, you know, there's not anybody else that's out there. You can go with a safe kind of guy. I mean, depending on how many teams are in your league with the, you know, with a an Alex Smith that's out there. Or, you know, I think, I think, you know, I think a lot of the guys from a couple of years ago that showed a little bit more promise for the long, for the long haul are not really what they, what they were. Obviously, Kaepernick, that's going back a couple of years. Is, is Kaepernick, forget, don't even, don't even mention don't that name. Something. Don't even mention that name on these airways. I know, I know, I know. Tannehill, you know, I mean, luck, no, you know, you no. put luck in there. I mean, the, the, the class of a couple of years ago, the, the, the new star quarterbacks, let's be honest, have not turned out to be all that great. Well, that's the thing. For my money, if if you're not getting those top two, and then you have your three and four, Cam, because he does bring that extra piece, and Breeze, because he's Breeze, you got to throw him in there. I'm even taking, I'm take, I'm waiting. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. If everyone's, I see nine quarterbacks taken, all right, it's me and the other two guys in the draft who need a quarterback. If I'm staring there and my options later on, you know, rounds nine, ten or later, and I'm staring at three guys like Jameis Winston, Mariota. I'm taking those guys before I take somebody like yeah. But are you, you taking you taking yeah. I know, but where, where, yeah, but there's one guy that you that you probably forget about right here, and that's Matt Ryan. I don't like Matt Ryan this year. I don't like Matt Ryan this year. I'm telling you, I just don't like him. I, and he's going to get his numbers. I'm also a little down on Julio. For me. It was Julio and Antonio Brown, which brings me to the next category, wide receivers. It's the deepest category. There's a ton of good wide receivers, but you have the top three. Now, I, I put them just with three, these three names. You let me know if I'm forgetting anybody, but I put OBJ one. I like his ceiling. I mentioned that before in the earlier episodes. Then Antonio Brown, and then Julio in that order. What do you think about that? Uh, you know, that's pretty good. I got to be honest with you. I would probably not put, um, Beckham at the top though. I, okay. I, I first, I first, the only reason why is, listen, I understand. And I know we talked that, you know, Manning is going to, Manning be passing a lot. Giants have no running game. Um, but you know, I think Marshall's going to come in and take some, some, um, some, you know, some, uh, He's going to grab some catches. He's going to take some attention away from him. I get it. But, yeah. but he is. But with the flip side of that also, he's also going to take some more attention. So he still is a very good athlete. He's a really – he's a very athletic receiver is, is, is Brandon Marshall. And he's going to draw some attention to some of those backs. So it really actually now, now opens up, you know, Odell a little bit more. So it's a very, very tricky, you know, tricky situation there. And that's what, yeah, I, that's what I'm looking at. I see Eli throwing the ball 40 times a game. I, I don't see a running game there. I see Eli throwing the ball 40 times a game. Let's say he completes 30 of them. Those are 30 completions that got to be spread out somewhere. You look seven, yeah. seven, to, yeah, seven got, to 10 got, of those are OBJ. Point. You know, seven to 10 of them are OBJ. You know, you give another eight catches for 60 yards to Brandon Marshall. You, know, you still got another 12 balls spread around, you know, four or five to the running back, two or three to the tight end. I know you love Larry Donnell. Yeah. You know, I know you yeah. love him. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, the Giants don't have anybody you're right, and obviously you got Bell over in, 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 uh, in, in Pittsburgh, and you got uh, Freeman, uh, you know, who's going to be taking some plays up over in Atlanta. So, you know, you, you could be right there. But, um, you know, again – 
you know, uh, I, I just think as far as sound receivers, I know he's a little bit of a head case. He's definitely a freak athlete uh, is, is Beckham, but. So who's your you number know, one then, Antonio? All... If it's not Beckham, is it Antonio Brown or is it Julio Jones? Who's your number one? Antonio Brown. Okay. You can't go wrong with that. Now, Antonio why... Brown, just, just because he's got Roethlisberger and they've been together for a while and there's something with those two guys that's special right. and that's that. And I really, and the Pittsburgh Steelers is a team this year that I think is going to, is going to, um, is going to go deep into the playoffs. Well, listen, we said it. We said it on the mock. All right, you like Antonio first for the wide receivers. No big deal. All right. Jordan I know he was Jones, last year, too, but I do. Yeah, listen, I think wide receivers are so deep. You're seeing guys like Hopkins from the Texans. I mean, he's yep. falling. He's a freak. Uh, you know, I like sleepers. You, you can get you can get I, I'm, you can get a guy like Crabtree if you really need to later in the rounds. You're even getting guys down the list. You know, you're getting Crowder from Washington who had a nice little year. Wallace from Baltimore who exploded, helped win a lot of games. Hill from Kansas City. You know, you can get these guys late. Landry, so you know, Landry's well, yeah. not a guy that you're gonna get late, but no, no, no. The, uh, who's the kid from um from uh uh from from Buffalo? I'm drawing a blank. Sammy Watkins. Watkins. You got all these guys. Yo. You got you listen. You got all these guys. For you in the keeper league, you keep Cam Newton. You keep Jarvis Landry. Those are probably your best two guys. Is Jarvis Landry a top five wide receiver? And two years ago, he had a lot of targets, a lot of receptions. PPR league. I don't think you can go wrong with that. Um, yeah, Parker took some from him last year. Yeah, I just think there's a big drop off after those three. It's you know just throw it up and whoever you want to get. Same thing. Yeah. Now running backs. Running backs. Johnson Bell. Uh, we talked about those two, and then I got I got Zeke at number three, and then I got Freeman at four. Um, and don't sleep on the kid from Miami, J.R.J. He, he did some things last year, and Todd Gurley. I know a lot of people. You got to be down on him after what he did last year. You can get Todd Gurley in the third or fourth round, from what I'm seeing. And then you have guys. I know you're a Vikings fan. You like Dalvin Cook. Oh, he's. I love him. Who's this guy? Joe Mixon, man. Joe Mixon. They got him. They got him ranked pretty high. Yeah, Joe Mixon. He, he, he's, he's just got to not get arrested like everybody else in Cincinnati. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're, they're the Cincinnati Cowboys or the Dallas Bengals. Whatever you want to call them. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. No, I know. I know. And you know, but listen, you know, running back. For some reason, once you get into those, you know, later on, you know, whether you got guys that are hurt, whether it's bye weeks. You're always scrounging, you know, you're always saying, damn, I wish I had another running back here for that flex spot, if you have that flex spot. So it's really, it's really a, um, you know, it's, it's a tough position to draft because it's not that much that's there. You know, a lot of these teams obviously are going with running backs by committee. So, right. you know, you know, it's, you got guys that are, you know, first and second down backs and you got a third down back that comes in and, you know, or you got the back that you know that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers started doing with Mike Allstott. That one back gets the gets all the carries, and then the other guy gets the, the one yard run. Yeah, the big glory, beef. You got know? to you got to bring in the beef, the heavy package. But listen, yeah. I mean, my thing. I'm telling you right now, right now, I'm going to tell you how you're going to win your league, okay? Or at least get into the championship game when everyone else is reaching for all these other guys. You look at a team like the Detroit Lions, okay, and you take that kid Riddick who is on the field for two out of three snaps. It's a throwing team. He's catching a lot of balls. He's got over 60 targets from last year. 
like a Danny Woodhead-esque, although Woodhead's coming back from the injury. Riddick was a little banged up, but not as serious as Woodhead. you got to then start looking later in the draft. Okay, if I get a running back, he might be split in time, but is he the guy catching it? Because I don't want the guy who's split in time, he's getting 10 carries for 30 yards. It gives me nothing. That's three points. I can't win like that. But I got the guy who's coming second and long, third and long, now he's out there for 20 snaps. You know, he may catch four or five balls for 50 yards. That's tripling my points. So that's, that's, for me, that's the big thing, especially now you've got a guy like Woodhead. They love handing it to Woodhead to punch it in instead of Gordon, too. So he grabs a few extra touchdowns that way. But that's what I like yeah. doing in the end of the draft. Tight ends, it's pretty cut and dry. Who you got, Gronk or Kelsey? Because that's, that's all I'm looking at as, as far as my top two. Um, you know, I'm going to say Kelsey just because I feel like I feel like he had a great year last year. I think that him and Smith really, really connected. And, and really the only major reason why I say it is because Gronk's always hurt. You know, right. if you're going to take Gronk and, and if you're going to say who are you giving me in the big game, I'm going to say Gronk. But are you going to say who are you giving me for a 16-game season? i got to say Kelsey at this point right now. You know, it's, you know Gronk's the sexier name. He's the... He's definitely, you know, he, he's, he's, he is a freak, and Brady loves him. But the question is, is he going to be out there, and is he going to give you a 16-game season? So I got to go with Kelsey right there. Yeah, your boy Fleener's on the Saints, so you got him as a touchdown option, but he's low. Um, you know, Doyle's the you guy know, over he, in Indy. You know, you got good quarterbacks. i tell you right now, Reed from the Redskins, I think he's going to have a bounce-back season. He's my fourth-ranked tight end. All right, and then I got I got Olsen at three, and because again, what about the kid I that think, went to Green Bay, the, the big guy went to Green Bay. Bennett, Oops. Bennett. Oh, Bennett, Bennett, Bennett went yeah. to Green Bay. Yeah, but Bennett's a uh, head case. Him and his brother, his brother, his brother's coming out with a book that's gonna piss everybody off in the next in the next few uh, days or whatever. Yeah, they're head cases. I don't know if his head screwed on right or what. Um, he got his he got his ring, and I don't know what's gonna happen. Again, he goes with an old world quarterback in Rodgers. But look, Rodgers has enough weapons. Rodgers has weapons all over the field. So is Bennett really – is he going to grab I, – I think Bennett's grabbing maybe 60 catches. He's got to spread the ball around. You know, like, Rodgers likes Jordy Nelson down near the end zone. Bennett's catching maybe 60 balls, maybe 700 yards, I think only three or four touchdowns. I'll tell you a guy who's going to be a starter, and you're going to like this being a Vikings fan. Your best fantasy option on your team on the Vikings is Rudolph. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, that that I like Rudolph. I like Rudolph uh, a lot. I think that the Vikings have a, you know, I mean, this year I think Treadwell, they got, uh, and I think they actually let him go or he got suspended. I don't even know. Actually, I think they cut him already as the kid that was on uh, Floyd, Michael Floyd. Yeah, listen, the Vikings, already... what, what, do you, what do you really see from the Vikings this year? I know it's a fantasy show. What, what do, do I see from the Vikings? I mean, Come on. listen. Listen, we got to keep the offense on the field. We were five and zero. Oh, gee, listen, stop. We five and zero. It's terrible. What do I see from us? I just want to make. Listen, I just want to make the playoffs. I mean, come on. Ah, you know, that's I tough mean, right there, man. Detroit's Detroit's feeling good. I think they come down back down to earth. Green Bay's gonna win that division again. You and I both know it. But we'll hey, listen. Uh, we'll have you back on, and we'll do that NFC North preview, and then you can, you can get after it. I think fantasy wise, though, if you're a Vikings fan, I know it's like Jimmy and maybe three other people. Uh, but if you're a Vikings fan, all right, Dalvin Cook's probably the most exciting pick that you leave after your fantasy draft night. You're like, all right, I'm excited. I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, he's the X factor. Other than that, Rudolph, you slot him in. Maybe getting ten to twelve points out of your tight end. He's probably the most consistent fantasy guy. 
And then yeah. I, mean, I do like the Vikings defense. But what the hell? We're not going to waste time talking about kickers and defense. If you draft no, a kicker, no, no. if and, you and, draft and, a and, kicker, yeah. listen to me. You yeah. draft a kicker anywhere before your last pick, you're a moron. I mean, you see these well, guys. Oh, well, I got to get, I I get with done. You, no. you never drafted the kicker. You just. You didn't even draft the kicker at all, uh, I think, if I recall. <laughs> you didn't draft the kicker at all, and then you kind of saw, ah, who do I want to, you know, you, you kind of waited until the end, and then you kind of yeah, uh, you you talked about it. You got it, you got it. Yeah, it's like a kid off the soccer field. Who cares with the kicker? Listen, I'll tell you this, though. With moving the extra point back, okay, what we did last year in my league, moving the extra point back, you got hit hard, you missed that extra point. Because even though it's a little further back and it's a harder kick, said, hey, now the extra point meant something. You missed an extra point. It was minus three points for you. You missed an extra point. Wow. You know, See, I like yeah. that. I like, I like, I like the, I like, that's like another quick thing, and I know you got to go, but like, is that I think that what, what, what can make a, just an overall fantasy league really, really interesting is if you don't always go well, with that standard kind of point structure, like typically it would be negative one, right? So you're going negative right. three uh, because of that. Or you're taking like, you, like 12 points. If, if a quarterback runs it in, 12 points, if it's a like quarterback it. like or, or even a wide receiver, something different where you're now you're, that mobile quarterback that runs it in, you know what? It adds more value to him, and it actually creates a, a little bit more than just your Bradys and your, you know, your, your passing guys that are getting 40 touchdowns. Well, you know what? This guy gets 12 points. There's a silver tuna there. You know, and it could be for the good like that, or it could be for the bad when you're missing, you know, uh, an extra point. So, you know, hey, listen, I'm I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one you should use this year. Defensive stats. I don't know want to talk about defense, right? We're not going to talk about kickers and defense. But defense stats, when you're doing your league settings, give the defense a point for every three and out. Now, we're talk- now, now your defense is getting a little rewarded. They get a three and out. Boom, they get a point. I'm telling you, man, the good defenses, now you're not waiting just for a low-scoring game. Okay? Because, listen, you get – you get the Patriots, they score 50 in the first half, and they win 50 to 30. They give up all garbage points. That's going against your defense. Meanwhile, the defense got the backups and the third stringers in. You know, get them with the well, three and outs, try to even it out I, a little I bit. I like that. Yeah. I like that a yeah, lot. That's because the way to go. If you think about this, think about this really quick. You might have a defense that could go out there and give up 30 points in a game, but have three interceptions where they run back two of them or they have, yeah. you know, whatever it is. And, and you could still score a lot of points. Or you could have another team that goes out there, pitches a shutout or lets up three points, but, you know, it's really just kind of doing it just by your standard tackling or whatever. You know, they, right. they're, not, they're not going – it's not they – don't, they don't rack up the interceptions or the sacks or anything else like that. And you could have a great – and they're, they're a great defensive team, but yet they're not putting up the kind of – the sexy fantasy points right there. So – I like that because there's too many times where your defense is out there and they're getting eight points, ten points, and you're like, right. oh, they had a pretty good game. They just didn't do anything really like outside of – Yeah, there was no forced fumble time. return for 100 yards. So now, you know, right. it's it, play the game. Three and outs, hey, you get a defense that goes into a game and they go – they get ten three and outs, which I know is, is nice. Hey, that's, that's a huge thing for a defense, whether you want to give them a point, half a point, but they should be rewarded for that. But all good stuff. Jimmy, thanks again. Driving with Joe. This is the fantasy preview. So, Jimmy, from what we got from this is running backs are going first, okay? You're going Bell or Johnson. You get that number one pick. What are we doing? Bell or Johnson? Right. Uh, I'm going Bell. 
I'm going okay. Bell. Something about the Steelers this year. I'm going Bell with the number one pick. I'm going Bell with the number one uh, uh, running back. I'm going. I'm going Brown with the number one receiver. I'm not going. I'm not going Roethlisberger with the number one QB though. But no. uh, he's no. going to be high. There's something about them this year. But yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I I think that's the way to go. You know that it's going to be that, that scumbag who takes Gronk, like I said. But I agree with you about Kelsey. I was saying in the preview too, Kelsey, you look at the numbers. Actually look at the numbers. Don't get caught up in who's drinking at the parade with his shirt off, hanging out with the girls. Yeah, Gronk's yep. the man. He's partying on the bus. But actually strapping up, putting a chin strap on, and giving you numbers consistently. I mean, of course, Brady's better than Alex Smith. But, hey. Alex Smith likes Kelsey, and I'm telling you, I think they got spread around a little bit more. Brady is going to be throwing that ball all over the place. He's another guy who's going to be throwing the ball over 40 times a game. Edelman's got to get his touches. Now Cooks has to get his touches. They, people are going to have to play man coverage on him, and I know it's going to open up some stuff for Gronk, but everyone knows who Gronk is. Everyone knows who Gronk is in that offense. He'll catch his balls. He'll make his touchdowns, but I think it's going to be right on par at the end of the year with Kelsey as long as they all stay healthy. And I would reach. I'm telling you, I'd reach. I agree with you. For Rodgers or Brady, if you're in that league, that gives extra points to the quarterbacks for, uh, you know, fun stuff, long touchdown passes. Like you said, maybe throw them an extra few points for running in touchdowns. Then you're looking at guys like Cam Newton. I do think Cam Newton's having to bounce back. And later in the draft, when it comes to quarterbacks, I'm telling you, you can get a Winston. You can get a Prescott. You can get a Kirk Cousins. These are all guys that people really aren't looking at, you know. And if they're looking at it, they're, they're banking on getting them late. Derek Carr. And the mock draft went ninth, ninth round. I mean, that's ridiculous. So if you can't get the top two, and maybe you're really high on Breeze or Newton in that second tier, then wait after those top four. Um, and then other than that, wide receiver, grab one of those top three. You like Brown, I like OBJ, all good. Grab one of those top three. If you can't, then you're looking at guys like T.Y. Hilton, Mike Evans, Again, good, solid guys, but I don't know if anyone you're really going to get excited for because at the end of the day, this should be fun. This should be exciting. You want to see a guy on Sports Center in red zone going up and down the sideline having a good time. That's what it's all about. So, Jimmy, once again, thank you, man. We got a good plan now going into all our fantasy drafts. Another good interview with Jimmy from West Iceland, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for having me, man. Later.